Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're getting ready to go out. You want to get in the mood. There's a playlist for that. You move to the beat. You trip over the dog. You're not dancing anymore. You open the Medibank app and find a physio. We live in an on-demand world. And now your health insurance comes on demand too. Download the new Medibank app today. For SEN America, this is Inside the Playbook Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Inside the Playbook Podcast presented by SEN America. I am your host, Tim Fernando, and with me today... I have Tom Douglas and Christopher Borg. Good to be here. Boys, excited? Uh, Definitely. First official one. Exactly right. Good. Two weekends out. Pretty happy so far. Absolutely. It's been a, uh, it was was an interesting week of NFL. Um, So we'll get straight into it with our power rankings. On Inside the Playbook podcast, the power ratings. And with number 10, Tommy. Yes, we've gone the Dallas Cowboys. They've actually gone down one spot this week, considering they are 2-0 and and haven't done a thing wrong. I think this is definitely based around the fact that they've lost Des Bryant, their number one receiver, and they've also lost Tony Romo, their star quarterback. He's out for six. Yeah. Des is out for 12. It's huge. Now, they were dominant last week, but I don't know if that comes down to Philadelphia being really poor again with zero run game, yeah. or it comes down to the, the defense of... Cowboys we've underrated. I'm not too sure. What are your thoughts, Borgie? Yeah, um, well, I think Philadelphia just got off to a terrible start to the season. I think they'll definitely pick up. But, yeah, um, the loss of Romo, that hurts greatly. They've picked up Matt Castle, so who's going to get the start there? Do you think Matt Castle or Brandon Whedon? Brandon Whedon, funnily enough, went 7 for 7 and a touchdown on the last drive when he came in last week. And I've never seen that from Brandon Whedon in my life. Well, I I don't think Jerry Jones sort of knows what's going on with the quarterback situation because he came out and said, you're not going to find a better passer than Brandon Whedon. Oh, I couldn't believe he that said that. Terrible. He needs a bit of a shower and after then, that one. I don't know, 12 hours later, they've traded for Matt Castle. So you, I don't know about that one. Yeah, but I don't know what's going on down there. Yeah. I guess we'll wait well, we know what Jones is like. He's very opinionated and he's he so is. passionate about his team. He's always going to stick up for everyone he puts on. Exactly right. Um, moving on now to number nine with the Bills. Borgy at number nine. Correct. We've got the Bills in at number nine. They're uh, they're down one spot here. Uh, defeated by New England last week, thirty-two to forty. It was came down to a pretty close game actually. Yeah. Um, Terry Taylor, two hundred forty-two yards, three touchdowns, just led them into battle again. Yeah. He's doing a splendid job. He's. Um, yeah. So got Miami next week as well, and that's yeah. that's going to be big. It was a valiant effort by Taylor too, because he actually started the game. Pretty poorly, I thought. And, that, and, they, yeah. and they were getting smashed at half time. They had something like 300 yards already, the New England offense. Yeah. And I think they were three scores down at one point, and he still came back and they, they got within a chance to win the game in the end, which yeah, is just great, crazy. Great, great finish. Absolutely. Uh, moving on now, number eight, Tommy. Uh, we've got the Jets. Now they've come up seven spots this week. Yeah. Uh, 2 0. Uh, now, Indianapolis Colts again. Flunked out, lost twenty to seven, couldn't get anything going, 
And and the Jets' defense, with the return of Rivers, it's just crazy how much of a difference he makes. He had an interception and two fumble recoveries last week. Yeah, massive yeah. game. He's He's been huge for them. And just Leonard, Leonard Williams, the rookie at, uh, I think it's defensive end there, he's, yeah. he looks like a beast. He seriously looks like, I think with him and Vic Beasley at Atlanta, the two guys in this rookie class have just come out and set the world on fire, I think, anyway. And it's taken complete complete pressure off the offense. And and you look at Fitzpatrick coming after Geno Smith, funnily enough, gets you know yeah, breaks his door from absolutely. his teammate. But he's come in and he's had a passer rating of, of 90-plus both weeks. Mm. He, uh, he didn't throw a pick last week, was solid again. Now, it brings the question up now, well, who would you start? Would you go with Fitzpatrick because he's fitting well with the offense? Or do you think it has more yeah. to do with the fact that Brandon Marshall's come in as well and... The, and uh, uh, who's the other guy that's coming? Who's the other receiver? Um, oh, mind slips me at the moment. Um, but anyway, Eric Decker. Eric he's Decker, the one. Eric Decker is yeah, the one Denver. that's in. Sorry. Well, I think what what Decker needed was that number one because you saw he. I don't think he's a number one. He's a, he's, he's not. And you saw in Denver when there was three or four options, he he had, had a ten touchdown season. Yeah. But now they've got someone else, someone else to spread the cornerbacks out. All of a sudden, they're both doing well collectively. Absolutely, and I think Fitzpatrick. He had he had did have a decent offense around him when he was down in Houston, but this year just seems to have more weapons around him and better protection up front. Definitely. Um, and that's really the his Achilles heel is the security of the ball. It's it's yeah. fumbling. It's throwing into silly throws. But they've got to play smart. And if the defense doesn't like, they had four, five turnovers last week, and yeah. all you got to do is keep luck off the field and that's what they did yep. and they've got Philadelphia this week and their defense is going to have a field day I think yeah. if they can stop the run game and force Bradford to make stupid throws it'll be another easy day for Fitzpatrick and the Jets absolutely um, we'll go with the Pittsburgh Steelers now at number 7 so it was a you know, it was a good win against a team that had a really good week one performance. It really was. Honest. We all looked at San Francisco and thought, wow, you know, this this team could be anything considering they absolutely put uh, the Vikings out and didn't, didn't even let them score a touchdown in the end. But then they came out again and, sc- and dropped 43 points yeah, on the same defense that we thought was very, very good. Yeah. And and you you just see that Big Ben, doesn't matter if Martavis Bryant's not there and Le'Veon Bell's still not there yet, still threw 369 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. Borgie, what Antonio you... Brown's just—he's massive though. Nearly two hundred yards and a touchdown, and they've got Lev Bell coming back next week. Yeah, it's—it's—it's—they're just a formidable offense. It's crazy to think what the type of points they could be putting up weekly. Well, think about once once Martavis Bright comes in, you've got that that deep threat, and then all of a sudden Brown can return to a slot receiver, and that's where he, I think he's best. Yeah, yeah it, it's just a, the defense worries me a little bit with the Steelers. They're as good as their offense there is. Uh, there is holes in that defense, and yeah. I think they will struggle against some of the better teams, and yeah. we saw that week one when, when, when the New England took them apart. But can they can they outscore the good well, teams? Well, that's, that's the thing, that's you know. That's it, you know. And they, they probably can if you look you know, down the list of the, the players they've got on that offense. I'd... Back them in against in a shootout. They're, they're going to they're going to hold their own. Yeah, um, there's going to be a lot of shootouts for them this year. I yeah. think. Yeah. And what what, right. what do you think happens now with with Le'Veon coming back? What happens to D'Angelo Williams? I just think they have a really good backup. A really good, yeah, really good I tandem. Think got a, like a yeah, like a two-headed monster down there in, in the in Pittsburgh. Well, Atlanta. he's actually the the leading back in fantasy, D'Angelo Williams. Yeah, yeah he's, and he's a backup. Yeah, he's yeah. just he, just crazy. He, you know, D'Angelo has been a good player. It's not like. It's an unknown thing that yeah, he's going like to come it's in his and first run the ball. Well. He's done it yeah. before. He, you know, he's been around a while. Yeah, he had some pretty good seasons down there with the Panthers. Yeah. But moving on now, uh, number six, Borgie. So coming at number six is the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're exactly where we had them last week. Yeah. Uh, even though they're coming off a loss to Denver, yet again it was a close game. Good game. It was. Yeah, it was a, a really very good, good game. game. Mm. Came down right at the end. 
Charles fumbled. Yeah, that's, how that often was, does that, that happen? So Charles, how man. often does that happen? Seriously, how how often will we be sitting here this year talking about how Jamal Charles lost the fumble? And and that could be the difference between them division. There could be divisions between them and a wild card or a mm. home final or even a playoff spot. It's yeah, it's big, definitely a big, big loss for them. It is. I mean, it get, they get to play them again. It's just, you know, you have to go up to a uh, mile high to do that. Um, that's never a good fit. And like, we look at it now. Like we'll, we'll see where Denver is in the list later. But if it was that simple fumble and it went to overtime and they won, who knows? Kansas City could have been sitting top three or four on this list. Absolutely. Definitely right. Um, now, back to you, Tommy. We've got uh, your team. He's wearing yep. a jersey. He's got the AJ Bengals. Green jersey very, on. Very, very proud so far. Uh, we've come up two spots to five. I wasn't the one that brought him up. I, I don't like being biased in this list. Uh, we put away the Chargers last week, 24 to 19. Wasn't, I was confident, but not overly confident because we saw what the Chargers did in the second half the week before. But once again, offense was just solid. Dalton hasn't hasn't thrown a fumble, hasn't thrown an interception, although he almost fumbled it. <laughs> but the tuck rule saved him. Uh, the the defense has been, the, the defense was also solid, and that's yeah. that's why I think it's one thing that's underrated in in Cincinnati at the moment. It's like we said last week. If if Andy Dalton can't get it together this year with the team that Cincinnati have, it's just not going to happen. Well, that's it. You saw Jim Harbaugh come out this week and say they're the most talented offense in the league. Yeah. I don't know if that's just to stir up the conversation of the game this week, but it also comes down like Jeremy Hill had two fumbles in the first half, and all of a sudden, Giovanni Bernardo comes on, 123 yards, yeah. kills it. It's just incredible that they've got that much depth on that offense to carry him through. Yeah, I think that helps that you know Gio used to be the starter, so I think having having him go down to that backup role he can step up whenever he wants, and he's he's no he knows what he's going to have to do. He can perform definitely, as and, well. and they're, they're two years into Hugh Jackson's offense as well, so they've got another year under their belt of yep. understanding what's going on. And the return of Marvin Jones and Tyler it makes a huge difference for their offense now. Yeah, that's it. I, I think the only the the one problem would be is um, Jeremy Hill and his ball security issues, but that yeah. that's seriously the only thing I could think of right yeah. now. With well, he struggled Bengals. last year with it as well, so yeah, it's just something that you know he's. he's He's just got to improve He's just got to go back really. and work on, I think. Um, number four, uh, the Arizona Cardinals defeated Chicago last week pretty convincingly. <laughs> they, had a, they had a very, very fun time down in Chicago with old Cutler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, they're, they're, just a, they're just a good team. You know, they've got a good defense and they've got a pretty serviceable offense. Um, and Carson Palmer, I mean, this is... Pretty much what he did last year. Well, he this is looks... this is like I've put a note we can all see. 2005 was when he was Cincinnati. That's when I started following him. Yeah, that's when he had Chad Chad Johnson, uh, Hushman Zada. That's when they he they were. That's the best I've ever seen Carson play. Yeah. And the first two weeks, he looks like he's back to that form. He is. He he seriously is. Um, I remember before he went down last year, he had he had a crazy touchdown interception ratio. I can't quite remember what it was, but I think this year at the moment it's seven. Uh, I don't know if he's thrown yeah, one. Seven, I think he might have seven thrown one. one. Seven, seven and one. one. There you yeah. go. So it's just. But you, you never know. see the Arizona Cardinals as a team that puts up big numbers. You kind of look at them as a de- defensive no, but, team. Yeah. But with Carson Palmer playing so well, they can do that. And he's he's and, kind of re re. re- Energized Fitzgerald now. Yeah, he had the best bit, game yeah. I've seen him play in three years on yeah, the weekend. Absolutely, and with John Brown, like I said last week down there, I really rate him. Yeah. I think there's a long ball threat, plenty of talent there. Stretches they could the, go far this defenses. Year. They, they could. Um, number three, Borgie. In at number three are the Denver Broncos. Uh, they've come up one spot this week after their win last week. Uh, we won't won't talk about it too much because we've obviously covered Kansas City. 
but Manning, he's looking solid. He's looking a lot better than he did first week. Yeah. Uh, he looked probably he looked a bit sluggish, I reckon, the first week. He definitely was a bit looked a bit old and weary the first he week. Definitely didn't he definitely did. I thought that yeah, a little could bit. have been it for him. But uh, 256 yards and three touchdowns. That's it's not bad. That's pretty serviceable. The problem is still their run game. It's still. Yeah. CJ Anderson, we've touched on it last week and we touched on it in fantasy again, flunked out, yeah. struggling. Ronnie Don't Hillman again. Their the leading rusher, Hillman, was with 34 yards. Yeah. This, I, this team last year was prided themselves on that. On the run. I, I seriously yeah. think it's time for them to bite the bullet and just say, look, CJ, you haven't got it going at the moment. We're going to well, they've just Ronnie. got to switch their off, their offensive game. You know the way that the way their game works is they've got to base it around the run game. But I think they yeah. just have to change up. You saw in the last quarter when Manning did that last drive, it was it was vintage Manning, and yeah. that's what well, they have to do. That they've got the targets. You've got Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas. You've got to use them as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, number two, uh, I'll go back to you, Tommy. Yeah, we've got the Green Bay Packers. Uh, we haven't moved them up. Uh, they've stayed the same. Uh, they put away Seattle pretty comfortably last week, 27-17. And again, Rogers, two touchdowns, 250 yards, and continued his streak at home. No interceptions. Hasn't yep. done it since 2012. You just can't beat them at home. No, nah, nah. you can't. It, it's at the moment. It's the most. I think the most formidable place to go play. Football. And it's it's always it's one of the coldest places to play as well. Oh, later in the year, it tests any away quarterback. And especially they had Lacey go down quite early, and Starks came in and did exactly what he had to do. Yeah, it just it's, seemed to have the next guy up. At the Packers, I think. And you that's know, it. Yeah. It seems no matter what they do, there's always someone waiting you've never heard of. It just shows you how in. important depth is. Exactly yeah. right. Exactly Absolutely. right. And even their defense was impressive as well. Yeah. Seattle run game wasn't going anywhere. No. no it's been, no. been terrible this year. That's the best I've seen the Packers defense so far um, since preseason and through the early yeah. part so of the season. I underrated their defense. Yeah. I like the Packers preseason, but with the, with the couple losses they had, I, I don't. I, I questions whether they could go the whole way, but... We'll see how we go with that. Absolutely. Uh, and number one, we've got the New England Patriots. Now, everyone just seems to doubt these guys year in, year out. They win Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. Gronk to Brady. Oh, Brady to Gronk, sorry. <laughs> Gronk to Brady. They can just like, do whatever they, they want. They really can. That's they really it. can. Until they do something wrong, we can't take them out of number one spot. That's it. They yeah. deserve to be there. They have to be there. And until they start showing why they aren't, they're going to be yeah. there. Exactly Especially right. if your quarterback's going to go for... Just above 450 yards and three touchdowns. Like. Absolutely, absolutely. So moving on now, guys. Inside the Playbooks Fantasy Team of the Week. And one of our favourite segments here at the podcast, uh, our Fantasy Lineup of the Week. Um, something we bought in last week and got a pretty good reaction from it. So thought we'd roll with it again, boys. Definitely. Um, so we just to... I'll rejig everyone's memory on how we structure it. Uh, so we start with a quarterback. We have our two running backs with the running back one and running back two spots. Same again with our wide receiver, wide receiver one, wide receiver two. Our tight end, uh, our flex option, also a kicker and a defense. So to get us off, Tommy, who have we got at quarterback this week? Uh, we've got Russell Wilson, who despite... The struggles with the Seahawks. He hasn't. He hasn't started that bad. He's gone a fifteen and a twenty-two, but he's facing Chicago this week, and I just think this is the week they're going to click. Chicago give up the fourth most points to quarterbacks, and Cutler's out. They got a backup quarterback. He's going to have a field day. I feel absolutely. It's 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 just the matchup. I think, um, like you said, and plus that defense is going to take heaps of points off Chicago. Yeah, oh, definitely. definitely. Cam Chancellor back as well sort of helps. Yeah. On the other side of the field. Yeah, late breaking bit news the, there. Bit the yeah. bulletin, just yeah. what we said last week, he needed to come back, and I think that'll make Comes a huge out and difference. Comes says the team's finally more important than money. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's a big in, too. Um, 
Chris with our running back one spot. Running back one spot this week, we have Le'Veon Bell, who is coming back for his first game of the season. He's going to step straight into the number one spot, into that offense. He's, yeah. he's going to be big. Yeah, he would be chomping at the bit, I think, to just pull off some exactly serious right. yards. Oh, yeah. He's been uh, sitting there watching them do what they've done and what D'Angelo Williams has done. Yeah. And I think he wants to come in there and put his spot yeah. back on the list. Well, D'Angelo Williams is, I think, second in most rush yards for the season. Yeah. And that's, that's for a backup. So Lev yeah. Bell coming in, I think he's really going to dominate. His hands are rubbing together as we speak, I think. Yeah. Um, Rams are giving up the fourth most points to running backs this season. So that's, well, there you, you know, coming back Even in. with their offensive line. Their defensive line, sorry. But you can't stop Bell. He's so good in the passing game as well. That's, yeah. that's something that's underrated from him. So good yeah. finding a hole as well. Absolutely. Very good out of the backfield too with the catch and run as well. Um, running back two spot, we've got Melvin Gordon. Um, so we've gone the rookie. He's, I think, one that is slowly improving every game. Uh, there was question marks in the preseason about the way he ran and... Is he seeing the field like he should be? Well, but that's it. Yes, you always expect that with a rookie. But we saw last week when he came in with Cincinnati. I watched him closely, especially when he got when he got open in the field. He's dangerous. He's, he's very yeah. dangerous to stop. And uh, he, the problem is he does lose touches to Woodhead, and Woodhead is performing better than he's done for a while. But I still think Melvin's the number one target. I think he'll get plenty of touches, and especially they haven't really had a close goal line scenario. No, They've kind yeah. of scored all their touchdowns from 20, yeah. 2010 out kind That's of thing. It. I think if he gets a couple at the one or two, he'll yep. run straight in with that. Absolutely. Yeah, he's um he's beating uh, Woodhead for touches out of the backfield. It's just the passing game. Yeah, I Woodhead think, takes that yeah, passing Woodhead's, game off him. Yeah. He's, yeah. If, he can, if he can work out his hands out of the backfield, then yeah, you've got a, I mean, you've already got a serious player. It's just that dual threat type thing. It'll just come with, time, running It'll back. come with time. Absolutely. Um, We'll throw it over to Chris now with uh, definitely his favourite pick of the lot, the wide receiver one spot. Chris, who have we got this week? Well, being a Falcons boy, I've uh, got a lock in Julio Jones. How can you not? Exactly. Really? He's he's definitely the best wide receiver, let's be honest. I think, I <laughs> think You've got to lock him in there. Uh, I think at this stage, I, I, can't, argue that, I can't argue that. I, I think he is the best receiver in football. And that's just... I feel he's the hardest to stop. I always thought Megatron was... But the way he's running now and and the form he's in, yeah. What do you do? That, that's that's he's, it. Yeah. You can't keep him out for the whole game. You and, might be able to keep him out for a quarter, but not the whole game. And if you watch him, it's it's because he he doesn't purely just play on the outside. You, you see him line up in the nickel he, he sometimes. Can line up yeah. where he wants. They yeah, use, the they're using him everywhere now. Yeah, absolutely. Everywhere. He's just it's crazy. He's a fantastic player, um, and. I think he definitely deserves to be. I don't know how you can't pick him yeah. at the wide run. You can't. I think, he's, I think he's had the most targets out of any wide receiver this year, and he's only second in yards behind uh, Antonio Brown, who got nearly 200 last week. So that's yeah. that's pretty hard, it's to, pretty hard to, stop yeah, there. to get ahead of. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, wide receiver two spot, Tommy? Uh, yeah, so going with a bit of a different one here, Brandon Marshall. We touched on him before. Preseason, I didn't really like his chances in, in New York Jets just because I don't feel that their offense had it, had it going, but he's scored 18 and 16 to start start the season yeah. and you look at his matchup this week he's got Philadelphia and they've struggled you know Brian Maxwell hasn't been what they thought was going to be yeah. they give up the seven most points with him and Decker providing Decker plays there was a niggly injury with him I still think he's going to have a big day this week yeah my favourite uh, thing with Brandon Marshall last week was that little bull rush he did at the end to get that touchdown over the line he had two guys hanging off him it just it's just shows. him showing that hey I'm, yeah. I'm still around here just because exactly. I'm not Chicago I'm not number one I'm still I'm still here absolutely uh, with the tight end spot we've gone uh, we've gone Greg Olsen this week and one close to my heart because I've got him in fantasy and he hasn't been doing much lately but anyway uh, he's got a good matchup this week against the Saints 
And I think if there's any ever a week that he's going to break out in a sense and find the end zone, it. that's what he has. Yeah. A, he last year he was a huge end zone target, and yeah. Benjamin's not there. And you, we've noticed Cam Newton run the ball a lot more, but he, surely he gets in this week. Absolutely, Borgie with the flex pick, an interesting one. So flex, we've gone with a wide receiver here, um, Travis Benjamin. Now, he's put up scores of 16 and 24 his first two weeks. Third-ranked wide receiver in fantasy. He is. Bomb. He's really come from nowhere. He has. But um, I've, I've liked him. Always pick him up in Madden because he's, he's got 96 <laughs> speed, and he's, he's showing quick. that. He's, he's showing quick. that. Well, he's had three 50-plus-yard touchdowns. Yeah. And if he gets out the back, he's hard to stop. Absolutely. Tommy with the kicker. We've gone the safe option here. Guskowski from, from the Patriots. Had a rough first week, but last week put up 18. Back to usual. He's against the Jags this week. He's going to do the same thing with that offense. Can't go wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then defense, we've gone Seattle. And I, I really don't know how you can't go Seattle this week against the Bears. We've got Jimmy Clawson <sighs> coming in, day. I think, the bloody quarterback. and It could be scary. They could put up a 25 or a 30 this week. Absolutely. I, they see, and with Chancellor back as well. Well, that's that, that's the, that's the we'll see how much of a different team makes this yeah, week. Yeah. Just his presence on the field anyway, just knowing he's there. Yeah. It's, it's going to make you not want to throw it. Yeah. Especially for a, a young those quarterback cross- coming yeah, exactly. in. Yeah, and those receivers crossing the middle of the field. Uh, nah, I wouldn't no, want to do out. it. I wouldn't <laughs> want to do it, personally. Well, that wraps up our fantasy lineup for week two. Uh, I'll run you over just quickly again who we had. We had Russell Wilson at quarterback, uh, Le'Veon Bell at running back one, Melvin Gordon at running back two, uh, wide receiver one, we had Julio Jones, uh, wide receiver two, Brandon Marshall at the tight end spot, Greg Olson. Our flex option was Travis Benjamin. Our kicker was Stephen Gostkowski, and our defense was Seattle. So, moving on to our last segment here, boys, a little bit of fun here. Uh, we're going to get a bold prediction bold off prediction. both of you here. Um, so, you know, bold predictions aren't meant to really be taken seriously. But no. So, if we put these up, don't, don't social media outroar, don't, don't have a goal. Just don't think we're being <laughs> personal to anyone in particular. We're just having a bit of fun with but this. But they are, in some way, a little bit... Logical. Exactly so right. they've got they've got to be a chance of happening, a very slight Slim chance. chance. <laughs> uh, but we'll go with Tommy first. All right, I've kicked it off. Now this is this is a really bold prediction. Now, Andy Dalton to start the year, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. None of us see that coming. And at the end of this round, I see it being the same thing with zero tu- zero interceptions again. But to make it bold, he will be the only quarterback in the league to be on zero interceptions at the end of the round. Now that Whoa. list includes Brady. Uh, Rogers, Foles, Kaepernick, Eli Manning, Taniel, and Mariota. So I'm predicting all those to throw a pick and Dalton to be the last one left over. Wow. There you go. That's that's pretty bold. It could come out and throw three interceptions and just shut me up. (laughs) I I guess they are bold predictions. So anyway, Chris? I've uh, gone sort of a different approach here, having a look at injuries throughout the week. Uh, Obviously, Des Bryant's gone down. I see where this is going. uh, (laughs) Next thing you know, the quarterback goes down. Romo's gone down. Uh, DeMarco Murray's gone down with an injury. Oh, so I reckon, I reckon Bradford might go down this week. <laughs> not. Uh, so your bold prediction is for Sam Bradford to do his ACL a third time. He's done it twice, mate. Third time lucky. He's got to do oh. something right. Is anything, well, that's it. That's it. Philadelphia Eagles gods are looking down on you right now, and they just want to wrap their hands around your neck, I think. <laughs> um, well, there's Tom and uh, Chris's, and... I'm going to go someone from my fantasy team, and I'm going to go Latavius Murray of the Oakland Raiders. 
I think he's going to go for 150 plus on the Browns this weekend. That's my that's my bold prediction. We hope not, because I'm playing you in fantasy, <laughs> and I do not want to have that happen to me. <laughs> I, I hope it happens. But anyway, guys, a little bit of fun there at the end of the podcast. But thanks for joining us again. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Inside the Playbook Australia, and also on Facebook. Uh, just search Inside the Playbook. Um, also, send in any questions or queries you want, and we're happy to bring them up. Or absolutely, them. yeah. Get around the podcast, guys. You know, we love doing this, and we're happy for uh, audience feedback. So we'd love it. We'd exactly love your right. questions. So tweet them into us, Facebook them, do what you want. Just get them to us, and we'll be happy to answer them as the best way we can. Um, but anyway, join us next week, guys. Uh, it's been great having you too. No worries. Go and, Bengals. Uh, go Bengals. Go Falcons. Go Eagles. Thank you. For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America.